There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning. You are listening to the Daily Doctrine Devotional. This is a daily podcast designed to teach and preach Bible doctrine each weekday throughout the year. This is Evangelist Tim McVeigh asking you to please let others know about this podcast so that they can subscribe or tune in each weekday. At the end of the podcast, we will provide you with subscription information as well as contact information for our ministry. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. And the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed, song of the redeemed. Well, it is Friday again. This is our Friday edition of the podcast. We certainly are thankful for each of our listeners. We're thankful for those of you that contacted us today. Let us know already that they're looking forward to the podcast. I do pray it's a hope. I do pray it's a blessing. I know we have some folks out there that are struggling with this matter of doubt, struggling with the assurance of faith. And I pray this is a strength. I pray this is a help to you. I pray this will help you to settle those doubts, that you can know Jesus Christ and know him in the inward parts. And we're looking at Psalm 34, and I was going to have part one and two, and then it dawned upon me, I felt a great hesitation in my soul to begin the podcast and begin recording. And I realized uh, that in verse 7, he speaks of the angel of the Lord. And I feel like the Lord wants to pause there. We're talking about doctrine. We're talking about uh, the preaching of the Word of God. So if I was in a Sunday school class or any Bible conference and I was going through Psalm 34, I'd probably stop here for a pretty lengthy time. I don't know if 15 minutes will even scratch the surface of the angel of the Lord. But I would like to look at the angel of the Lord momentarily. And so we're in Psalm 34. It's a psalm of David when he changed his behavior before Abimelech, who drove him away and he departed. And verse 7 says, The angel of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear him and delivereth them. And so again, we see the promise that the angel of the Lord encampeth. And there's a, there is a caveat there. Round about them that fear him, who? The Lord. And delivereth them. And then he says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. And so we see a little bit about the angel of the Lord. He's encampeth, and that ETH there is a continual encampment. It's not a one-time deal. Uh, he puts his tent in, and he's going to stay there. And those that fear the Lord, he's going to camp around about them. There's going to be a continual camping. He's going to be there. He's going to have the stakes driven deep. And he's going to be a help to them. He's going to be a guide to them. He's going to guard them. Why? Because he's the voice of the Lord. And he speaks on God's behalf. And he's going to offer shelter, and he's going to offer protection, he's going to offer safety. And again, I don't know how deep to get into this. We may have two parts just on this. I don't know what the Lord wants me to do for sure. Uh, but I just began to look at this and began to study a little bit about this. So let's go to Exodus chapter 3. And I want to start in Exodus chapter 3. And I think that's a good place to define a little bit about the angel of the Lord. And I would also read that in Acts 7, before we turn there, because in the book of Acts, the Word of God comments on the book of Exodus there. And this is what the Word of God says in Acts 7 and verse 30 concerning the angel of the Lord. The Word of God says, And when forty years were expired, there appeared to him in the wilderness of Mount Sinai an angel of the Lord. And he said this, in a flame of fire in a bush. So he tells us in Acts 7, it was an angel of the Lord in a flame of fire in a bush. When Moses saw it, he wondered at the sight, and as he drew near to behold it, the voice of the Lord came unto him, saying, I am the God of thy fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. 
Then Moses trembled and durst not behold. Now this is the message that got Stephen stoned. He was talking about the angel of the Lord. And he's using Moses. And he's telling them about Moses and what God did for him when the angel of the Lord appeared to him. And it's interesting because in Acts chapter 5, when the apostles were put in prison, the high priest had him put in prison, and the angel of the Lord appeared to them in prison. And so is it any wonder that the religious detractors of the day did not want to hear about the angel of the Lord, did not want to hear about the angel of the Lord especially that appeared unto their father Moses. But here's what Exodus chapter 3 says about that. Now Moses kept the flock of Jethro his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the backside of the desert and came to the mountain of God, even to Horeb. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush, and he looked... And the whole of the bush burned with fire, and the bush was not consumed. What an interesting concept. What an unusual thing. What a strange occurrence. And so Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush is not burnt. Now, the detractor says, well, it's not really literally a flaming bush. There's a bush in the desert that appears like it's on fire. And we found that in the Sinai Peninsula. And that's if you believe the Sinai Peninsula is where modern religionists say it is and what Sinai really means. And they say, well, this bush appears like it's on fire, but there wasn't actually a bush that burned. Well, the word of God said this bush burned. This bush was on fire. This was a flaming fire. I don't know how a bush that has leaves that look like fire could be a flaming fire. I think it'd be kind of an impossible thing, but they're doubters of God and everything that they say and do. That's why they're religious practitioners. That's why they write books about religion rather than believe God and have faith in God. And when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called unto him out of the midst of the bush. Now, it's interesting because the word of God said the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire in the midst of the bush. And then the Lord saw he turned aside to see, and God called unto him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses, and he said, Here am I. And he said, Draw not nigh hither, put off thy shoes from off thy feet, for the place where thou standest is holy ground. Moreover, he said, I am the God of thy father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, and he was afraid to look upon God. Why? God spake to him out of the midst of the bush. In verse 13, Moses said unto God, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel, and shall say unto them, The God of your fathers hath sent me unto you. And they shall say to me, What is his name? What shall I say unto them? And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am hath sent me unto you. And so we see God appeared unto Moses out of the midst of the burning bush. But the word of God told us it was the angel of the Lord that appeared as a flaming fire in the midst of that bush, that the bush was not consumed. And so the Lord gives us clarity and understanding of the word of God. Genesis chapter 16, the angel of the Lord appears to Abraham. And in verse 9 of Genesis 16, we'll begin to read there. And he says, And the angel of the Lord said unto her, Who is that Sarai? Return to thy mistress and submit thyself under her hand. Now it's interesting. We see that Hagar has conceived and Sarah has cast her out. But the angel of the Lord in verse 7 found her. And that's interesting. It seems like he was seeking her. 
It seems like the angel of the Lord was seeking Hagar. And so the angel of the Lord found her by a fountain of water in the wilderness, by the fountain, the way to shore. And might I say the angel of the Lord often wants to water people at the fountain. He's always looking for people to come to the water. He's always looking for people that want to come and drink. And he was seeking her out. And he said, Hagar, Sarai's maid, whence camest thou, and whither wilt thou go? And she said, I flee from the face of my mistress, Sarai. And the angel of the Lord said unto her, Return to thy mistress, and submit thyself under her hands. And the angel of the Lord said unto her, Now it's amazing how the angel of the Lord speaks unto her, because he has absolute power. He is extolled. He is the highest. And he has absolute power to give unto her his promise and he said, I will multiply thy seed exceedingly, that it shall not be numbered for multitude. And the angel of the Lord said unto her, Behold, thou art with child, and shalt bear a son, and shalt call his name Ishmael, because the Lord hath heard thy affliction. So we see Hagar in verse 15 bears Abram a son, and Abram called his son's name, which Hagar bare, Ishmael. We see the promise of God to the angel of the Lord, to Hagar. Now, it's interesting because our text told us in Psalms 34 that the angel of the Lord encampeth about though they that fear him. That's the righteous. That's they that fear God. And where is Hagar? She's out by a fountain of water, a well of water, and the angel of the Lord appears to her. He's protecting her. He's growing her. He's going to make her seed great, and he's going to make her seed mighty. Why? I believe Hagar feared the Lord. That's why she fled the face of her mistress, Sarai. She saw that Sarai was not to her as she was before. She fled, but the Lord stopped her in her tracks. The Lord encompassed her about, and the Lord turned her again and turned her back to Sarai, her mistress. And there it was that Abraham raised her seed. Ishmael of the loins of Abraham, the promise of God, the seed that God had promised him, and yet the angel of the Lord intervened. We see again the angel of the Lord in the book of Judges, and he appears to Manoah. And he appears to Manoah and makes him a great and a mighty promise. And Manoah fears. And he said, we've seen the Lord. We've seen an angel of the Lord. And Manoah had fear. Why? Because the angel of the Lord had appeared unto him. We also see the angel of the Lord curses, for he cursed Meroz in Judges 5, because they came not to the help of the Lord. Why? God has put that hedge around Israel, and we know that the angel of the Lord encampeth about they that fear him. He's encampeth about Israel. We see that all through the scripture, his protection was upon Israel. His guiding hand was over Israel. Israel was in safety, but then he said that he cursed Meroz because they came not to the help of the Lord. When they wouldn't help the children of Israel, the angel of the Lord said they wouldn't help the Lord. And then we see that in, in the New Testament, a couple of places, the angel of the Lord appeared to Zacharias. He was full of the Holy Ghost. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and told him about his son. And what a wonderful promise that is in the word of God. In Luke chapter 1, in verse 11, the scripture tells us this concerning it. And there were appeared unto him an angel of the Lord standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zacharias saw him, he was troubled and fear fell upon him. But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zacharias, for thy prayer is heard, and thy wife Elizabeth, he said, shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John. And so again, we see Zacharias. 
is, a, is met by the angel of the Lord. We see the shepherds in Luke chapter 2, when the angel of the Lord appeared unto them and gave them good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. So again, the angel of the Lord is encamping about. It's a continual encampment. He encampeth about. And the angel of the Lord appears to men, the messenger of God. He speaks to men. Yet that angel of the Lord out of the bush speaking to Moses said, I am that I am. The word of God says in Zechariah that the angel of the Lord appeared unto Zechariah, gave him prophecy and filled his lips. In Numbers, the word of God says in Numbers in chapter 22 and verse 22, that the angel of the Lord appeared as an adversary to Balaam. And we see the angel of the Lord often in the the work of Balaam, but we see that he was an adversary to Balaam. He withstood, he drew his sword and stood in the way, and, and the ass saw him. That dumbass speaketh. Why? Because he saw the angel, but Balaam couldn't see him. And then when God finally opened his eyes and Balaam could see the angel of the Lord about to destroy him, it's because God was an adversary to Balaam. And so again, we see that the angel of the Lord smote the Assyrians in Isaiah 57. Why? God is protecting Israel. God is protecting his own. God is protecting the promise. God is protecting the seed. And we see that the angel of the Lord is he that rolled the stone away from the tomb and sat on it. It was the angel of the Lord. And listen, once again, it wasn't so Jesus Christ could come out. It was so man could see it. And I believe that as much as I'm sitting here today. I don't believe that Jesus Christ had to have the stone away to come out. I believe he was already gone. But the angel rolled the stone away and he sat on the stone. And the angel of the Lord gave access to men that they could see the empty tomb. That by faith they might come and believe God. By faith they might believe Jesus Christ. The angel of the Lord appeared to Peter in prison in Acts chapter 12. It was the angel of the Lord that set Peter free in prison after he'd strengthened him. Why? He encampeth about them to those that fear him. So he encampeth about Peter. Even in prison, there's safety. Even in prison, there's protection. Why? The angel of the Lord is there. The angel of the Lord is watching out for Peter. The angel of the Lord with his mighty sword and his mighty hand and his outstretched arm are there to help him even in prison. And might I say, in great persecution today, we'll need the angel of the Lord. When this nation turns against Christianity and turns against the God of the Bible even further than what they have, and they decide to start imprisoning Christians, the angel of the Lord will be our hope. The angel of the Lord will fight our battles. The angel of the Lord will be our safety, will be our protection. In Judges 13, he came to the barren woman and gave her child. Why? The angel of the Lord found a righteous woman, one that feared the Lord, and it gave her a child. What a wonderful promise from God. Back in our text of Psalm 34, I'll close out this podcast, close out this week of podcast, and then we'll make some fancy little announcements at the end. But I'm going to read one verse at the very end. That way nobody actually turns off the podcast before the announcements are made because, oh, how shameful that would be to not listen to my great announcements and the wonderful, the wonderful announcement coming up of meetings and things like that. However... In Psalm 34 and verse 7, the angel of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear him and delivereth them. What a wonderful promise from God. I'll stop there today as far as the podcast and doctrine. We have a verse coming at the end, so you can't turn it off. But let me just remind you, we'll be in Shingle House, Pennsylvania all week long. 
We'll be there Monday through Friday after the Lord's Day. Some of you will be able to come Sunday night because of early services. And uh, we certainly look forward to seeing folks, look forward to what God will do. Talk to the pastor today. And they're looking forward to the meetings. But let me also say this, next Saturday... That's going to be a little bit more than a week. Uh, we're going to be over at the Anchor Baptist Church in Wellsville, New York. Myself and several other local preachers will be preaching there, and they're going to have a family meeting. And we also want to invite you to that, let you know about that. I believe it starts at 10 o'clock in the morning. We'll talk more about that next week. But in Wellsville, New York, Anchor Baptist Church is going to have a family meeting. We want to invite you for that. We certainly thank you for listening. We thank you for tuning in. Would you let other folks know about the podcast? Would you pray for us this week? I certainly hope to do five podcasts next week. Uh, today is Thursday. I'm recording tomorrow, which is Friday. The day you're listening to will be today. I know that's Abbott and Costello type. Uh, but I'm, I'm recording for tomorrow, which is now today because you're listening. And so I'm recording this heading to New York, Lord willing, in the morning. We'll be at the wedding. We'll be checking in Shingle House and going up to New York for uh, the rehearsal. Saturday, we got a wedding. We'll be back in Shingle House back and forth and then starting the meeting on Sunday. But we're going to be quite busy. We don't have good internet. We won't have good cell phone service. So Lord willing, we'll be able to do all five podcasts. We'll find a way to get them done. If we miss a day, I'll give you apologies in advance. And uh, we don't know what else may take place, but we certainly are going to do our best to try to get the podcast out there. And so let folks know about that. Let folks know about the meeting. Now, I promised you a verse. I'm going to read verse 8 of Psalm 34. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good, and blessed is the man that trusteth in him. Have a good weekend. There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning, and he longs to return to the Lord. As he cries for forgiveness and mercy, God is waiting. You have been listening to the Daily Doctrine Podcast with Evangelist Tim McVeigh. For correspondence, please contact us through our website and someevangelists.com and use the contact form to connect with us. You may also subscribe to the podcast through our website or search for Daily Doctrine Evangelist Tim McVeigh on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or Amazon. To write to us, please use our church address, which is Manasseh Community Baptist Church, 70 Back Hollow Road, Blaine, Pennsylvania, 17006. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in tomorrow. And remember to look up for your redemption calleth not. Now the angels of God are rejoicing For the prodigal child has come home And the saints all with gladness are singing The glorious song of the redeemed